Hey, the Titans aren't idiots. The Titans are pretty smart. They know what they're doing. We'll talk about what the Titans are doing, how they're trying to force the Colts' hand, and why they're trying to force the Colts' hand. Are they serious about Anthony Richardson, or is this just kind of a, a, a check raise to see what somebody else at the table is willing to do? We'll talk about that. Indiana, they had a Zoom call last night with Caleb Love of North Carolina. Is he going to transfer to Indiana? Is he not going to transfer to Indiana? We'll talk, to, we'll talk about it. Um, Angel Reese did something at the end of the game, the national championship game yesterday, between the, um, between the LSU, between LSU and, and Iowa. LSU won this game by 17, and Angel Reese took the opportunity to kind of tell with uh, no uh, vagueness at all what she thought of Caitlin Clark. Was that the right thing to do in the moment? We'll talk about that. It's an interesting discussion, and it's more obvious than it seems, but maybe in the other direction. Um going to be really, really, that's interesting to me, and a really interesting conversation, so we'll save that to last. How about that? This is Breakfast with Ken for Monday, April 3rd, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Call Jared Johnson at 765-610-8809. Today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, all week long, we are going to give away draft guides uh, from our, our good friends at OurLads.com. OurLads puts together a really, really good draft guide, and uh, they want to share it with you. So they asked if I'd give some away. I said, sure, we're going to give five away. One every day this week. All you have to do is on, on Twitter, if you're a subscriber, on Twitter, uh, text me your email. We will uh, name one person every day this week, a winner uh, of those who DM me on Twitter, at Kent Sterling, easy, and and you'll get emailed to you a, uh, a, a draft guide, which is comprehensive and very, very cool. It's very, very hard to know what you're looking at in the draft without a draft guide, and our lads puts together one of the best. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts, the Titans. They're talking, reportedly, to the Arizona Cardinals about moving up in the draft. And the reason that it's being reported that they're talking to people, somebody within the Titans is talking to the media and saying, hey, we're thinking about trading up. If you want to report that, report that. So the Colts are saying, hey, all right, uh, you know, we believe that Stroud and Young are gone at the top of the draft. And that third, look, the, the Cardinals, they may take a defensive player like Anderson or Carter or they may trade back. And if they trade back, that third team is likely the team that's going to take Anthony Richardson, and then the Colts are going to be left with Will Levis or someone else as their generational, talented franchise quarterback of the future, which is not going to be the case, right? Not generational. Not generational talent. Going to get the scraps. So what the, the Titans are trying to do is force the Colts' hand to go get three. If the Colts balk and say, no, 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 we're not playing that game. Okay, maybe the Titans do trade up to three and take Anthony Richardson or whoever of those top three is left. 
you've got the top three. There's not a top four. There's a top three, then there's a gap, then there's that second tier with Levis and Hooker and McKee and all these guys. That's what you got. So what the Titans want, the Titans can't lose, right? They're either going to force the Colts to trade up to three, or maybe they trade up to three themselves, and or maybe they just give the Colts a big fat headache before the Titans recede from talks of dealing to three, and they allow the Cardinals or or maybe the Raiders trade up to three. Somebody, it looks like, is trading up to three. Even if they don't, it's going to give Chris Ballard a big fat headache, which might be the point in the first place. So that's what you got. You got Anthony Richardson being what could be a guy. You know what? Dan Orlovsky is calling him a unicorn, and he may be a unicorn. All throughout the offseason, since the end of the season, what we've heard about Anthony Richardson is, you know, he's got a talent set that is otherworldly, might be the best talent set of a quarterback in generations, whatever that means. I mean, how far are you going to go back to a generational talent set? Anyway, this guy can run like the wind. He weighs 240 pounds. He delivers the ball quickly and easily. He, he has shown an affinity to learn all kinds of good things. Check marks for Anthony Richardson may go one, may go two. May go three, but he's likely to go in the top three somewhere, somehow, and you've got teams who are willing to pay a premium to jump over the Colts to go get him. The Colts left at four. If they wind up being four and those quarterbacks go one, two, three, they are either going to look like the smartest people in the room or the absolute dumbest people in the room. We'll find out. That's Chris Ballard's lot in life, right? Chris Ballard... Uh, over this offseason, what he's done, have the Colts improved? Have they gotten better? Samson Ubicom, uh, Ubicom is an edge. You've got Gardner Minshew, uh, Tevin Bryan, you've got Matt Gay, you've got Isaiah McKenzie. Those are the guys, those are the free agents that the Colts have picked up. What Chris Ballard does, what he's comfortable doing is lifting the bottom end of the roster. That's what he likes to do. He doesn't attack the top end of the roster, not with free agency. He tries to do it with the draft, but that takes time. This is a team that doesn't have time. This is a team that right now on Pro Football Focus is ranked 32 of 32. That isn't good. This is a, People are saying, let's, let's stick it out for another year and then rebuild. Rebuild from what in a year? Why not rebuild now? You got, according to Pro Football Focus, this isn't just me talking. You got the worst roster in the NFL. Where, where are you going to go from here? Why, why are you building the bottom is not the way to attack the worst roster in the NFL. And in the comments over the last week or so about Ryan Kelly at the annual meetings, Ryan Kelly and Kenny Moore, they here's what he said. All right, he said, uh, Chris Ballard said, they're both great Colts, and we're glad they're here. When you get a good football player that's a great person and a good fit, it makes it hard to move away from those guys. With Kelly, you could cut $7.88 million in cap. With Moore, you could cut $8.16 million. That's $16 million against the cap you could cut to invest in others. 
and the Colts chose not to do it despite the fact that these guys did not play well on a four-win team. If there's no consequence for not playing well, what is, what is the motive for playing well? Why go that extra 5%, 10% that lifts you from ordinary in the NFL to really good in the NFL? There's a thin line between mediocre and really good in the NFL. Everybody in the NFL is really good. All the starters in the NFL are deserving of starting spots. But if you don't get guys playing at their best, you're going to wind up where the Colts are at, and that's 32nd of 32. And that's not a pleasant place to be. Ryan Kelly did not play well. Kenny Moore did not play well. And they're going to come back at their number, and that's ridiculous. That doesn't make sense to me. There's got to be a consequence. And if there isn't a consequence, this is nothing more than a country club. It's not a football team. It's a place where people go collect a paycheck and do the least necessary to be able to continue to propel themselves financially forward. And that's wrong. And that's what the Colts are. That's what they've become because of decisions like this. Great person, my ass. Go win football games. I don't care about great people. Great people, look, nobody's inviting these guys into their homes. We're being invited into their home. And what we want to see is winning football. So you know what? Being a good person is wonderful. I like good people. Good to have good people. But it's unnecessary on a football team. That's not the first thing or the second team or second thing. It's not the priority. Good person. Great player, good person. Good person, great player. Where's the good good player? Where's the great player? I don't see them in either of those guys. I didn't see them in, in the 2022 season. And they don't project to be better in 2023 unless you're just hoping. And hoping is not a management tactic. All right. Inter- uh, IU interviewed Caleb Love last night via Zoom. By all accounts, it went quite well. What's that mean? I don't know. Is Caleb Love coming? I don't know. How about Nick Timberlake? How about uh, Jameson Battle? How about uh, Chris Ledlam? I, I don't know. We're going to find out what this team is. It, it's just uh, there's a lot of noise and a lot of chatter about transfers and that kind of thing. I'd prefer they build from the high school level, but it's a lot like the NFL. Do you want to build from high school recruits and, and then patch holes with really good transfers? That seems to be the way this is arcing. That seems to be the way successful teams build. And we're going to see two tonight. We're going to see UConn and San Diego State. Go at it. We'll see what happens. Florida Atlantic lost in a heartbreaking fashion on Saturday night. And then UConn absolutely uh, curb stomped their way into the national championship game. And so there they are. And they're going to win tonight. They're going to beat San Diego State. So, uh, LSU beat Iowa yesterday, 102-85. They win by 17. Late in the game, April Reese did this. She ignited a social media storm, right? That's what she did uh, by waving her hand in front of her face, giving this, and then pointing to her ring finger and, and doing it demonstrably to Caitlin Clark of Iowa. People did not like that on social media. Caitlin Clark is the princess of college basketball, and April Reese is not, or Angel Reese is not. 
and and so people went wacky. And uh, Angel Reese said, hey, it was my moment. That's what I chose to do in my moment. That is exactly right. When you are a champion, you get to do what you get to do, what you choose to do. And that's what Angel Reese did. She chose that moment to kind of pimp out Caitlin Clark and give her the, the shade and, and point to her ring finger. That's what she chose to do. If you think it's classless, that's fine. But when you win, you get to choose how you behave. This is a gesture that Caitlin Clark has employed. She did it against Louisville. Gave this to Louisville. Nobody went bonkers. People said she had swagger. Not about this, but I have said throughout this tournament that she's got swagger. But people see Angel Reese do this, and they see something else, and they get mad. That's an interesting discussion. Why do we perceive Angel Reese in one way and Caitlin Clark in a completely different way? I would not choose to do that. I would be, if my son chose to do that, I would be upset winning a championship or not. I don't think you do that. I think you, you, you don't let an opponent know that they got to your ass you don't do that ever. You don't give them that satisfaction that you're embedded so far in their head that they feel in their moment of joy, they got to they gotta come at you with this about it. I'm not doing that because I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of knowing that I'm that deeply infested in their head. I'm that deeply rooted that in my moment of joy, my team's moment of joy and exultation that I'm going to be thinking about you. I would never do. I'm going I'm shaking your hand. I'm hugging you. I'm saying, "Hey, great game. You played your ass off." And I'm treating you like everybody else because what you did didn't matter to me. To respond in anger and respond that demonstrably, I think is bad tactical activity by Angel Reese. But that's me. That's my choice. She won the championship. She gets to choose her behavior, and that's the way it is. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, and remind you that all you have to do is DM me on Twitter to enter our contest to win a, a PDF of the draft preview and guide from OurLads.com. And even if you don't win, go to OurLads.com and, and see what they do. It's absolutely tremendous. Uh, Lawrence Owen, happy birthday today. Does a great job covering the Colts on his YouTube channel. Jeff Van Camp, happy birthday. Peter Caruso, a wonderful mensch of a human being up in Chicago. Very, very funny guy. Uh, Alex Bozich does a great job covering the Hoosiers on InsideTheHall.com. This, a banner day for birthdays, am I right? If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Who knows what's gonna happen? over the next 24 days. We got 24 days until the NFL draft, and each of them are going to be fascinating in their own way. We'll tell you all about it this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now with me. Can't wait to talk to you then.